And welcome back. It's Midday. I'm Tom Hall. We're going to talk about a new uh, touring production at the Hippodrome Theater of Jagged Little Pill with our good friend, our theater critic, Jay Wynn Rusick. Judy, how you doing? Doing fine, Tom. How are you? I'm doing great. So we've talked about a whole bunch of jukebox musicals, and Jagged Little Pill fits into that category. It uses songs from the very famous Alanis Morissette album. Um, but this is the kind of jukebox musical that uh, uh, this isn't, rather, the kind that we usually talk about. How is this one different from all the other ones? Well, it's not biographical. It's not like Tina the Tina Turner musical or Ain't Too Proud, The Life and Times of the Temptations. This is not Alanis Morissette's life story. Um, For listeners who are a little less familiar with her, she's a Canadian-born singer-songwriter. She catapulted to fame in 1995 with her album, Jagged Little Pill. The album sold more than 30 million copies worldwide. It has songs like You Ought to Know and Ironic and All I Really Want. Alanis Morissette was in her early 20s when this album came out, and it particularly connected with young women and with teenagers. I read that she was approached by a number of producers who wanted to do a biographical musical, and she turned them all down. And then Diablo Cody, you may know that name because she's the Oscar-winning screenwriter of the movie Juno. Diablo Cody approached Alanis Morissette about using the songs from Jagged Little Pill in a musical about a fictitious family. Now, this is hardly the first jukebox musical the first show to use existing songs to tell a fictitious story. I mean, Mamma Mia does that with the songs by ABBA. Head Over Heels uses songs by the Go-Go's. I mention that one in particular because Iron Crow's production is currently at the Theater Project. Jagged Little Pill takes Morissette's songs about teenage angst and assigns them to the members of the fictitious family and to the people around them. COVID hit this show really hard. It opened on Broadway just three months before the shutdown. It reopened at the end of last year, but it had more COVID cancellations, and it closed for good after just two months. I really wanted to see this show on Broadway. I never got the chance. I'm so glad I could see it now at the Hippodrome. And, Tom, this touring production is terrific. This is a show that fuses a rock score with themes about the struggles of families and of young people. It captures the heat of those struggles. To me, Jagged Little Pill feels like the rightful heir of Rent or Spring Awakening, maybe going all the way back to Hair. Wow, that's high praise. That's terrific to hear. So tell us more about this musical's fictitious family. What's the plot? Well, it's a four-member, fairly well-to-do, white Connecticut family. The father's a lawyer. The mother's a perfectionist. They have a son who just got into Harvard. And they have an adopted African-American daughter. She's 16. The musical starts and ends with the mother, Mary Jane. She's called MJ, writing her annual Christmas letter. Very timely right now. This is one of those bragging descriptions of her ideal American family. But the song that goes with that is right through you. And what the letter doesn't say is that the father is a workaholic. He's rarely home. The son is straining under his parents' high expectations. The daughter and her best friend have a gay relationship. And most crucially, the mother is addicted to the pain medication she was given after a car accident. One thing I found especially interesting about the show is that the mother, MJ, is the main character. The show has a really large ensemble. They mostly portray teenagers. But MJ is the linchpin holding this family together. And when she loses her grip, It's the turning point of the plot. This happens in a song called Uninvited. 
I mentioned that the show is bookended by MJ's Christmas letters. In the letter that ends the musical, she's completely honest about the family's problems and what they've learned. And this leads into the final song, You Learn. I brought a clip of that song. Let's listen. It's a good tune. You Learn, sung by the National Touring Company of Jagged Little Pill. It's at the Hippodrome here in Baltimore. Now, Judy, you mentioned that the Broadway production closed last year. How about the Broadway actors? Are any of them in this touring production? How would you uh, rate their performances? There are several actors from the Broadway production. Uh, the most notable one is Heidi Blickenstaff. She plays the mother. The performances overall are, are feverish. They're intense. The direction's by Diane Paulus. And Blickenstaff is a powerhouse. You really need that in this role, and she really delivers. I found the men who play the significant male characters less compelling, both in their singing and in their acting. But Lauren Chanel, who plays the daughter, Frankie, truly seems to be her mother's daughter, both vocally and emotionally. When Lauren Chanel and Heidi Blickenstaff sing All I Really Want, their voices come together almost like a scream and in a very good way. That's a good thing in this show. Um, another cast member who stands out is Jade McLeod, who plays Frankie's girlfriend who gets jilted. McLeod's delivery of You Ought to Know had the opening night audience cheering, and deservedly so. I have a clip from that song. This is Jade McLeod leading the ensemble. Let's listen. she goes jade mcleod there they go actually in this case jade mcleod the company of jagged little pill currently at the hippodrome so judy how would you describe the musical's choreography that's got to be a big part of it right it's a very big part it's by cd larby shercowell a belgian choreographer he has credits that range from beyonce to the royal ballet and cirque du soleil the choreography really is at the heart of the show it's the show's look and it's definitely its feel it's propulsive. It's frenetic. The musical uses all the songs from the 1995 album and more. And these include two songs written specifically for the show. One of those is called Smiling, and it has a lyric, Can't Stand Still. That really describes the choreography. The dancers interpret the characters' underlying unbridled emotions and frustrations. The best example comes when the mother is plunging to rock bottom. A dancer wearing an identical costume enacts the mother's pain, her hidden self. These two writhe together and apart, on and off and behind a sofa. It's visceral. It's wrenching. So biographical jukebox, jukebox musicals <laughs> mostly appeal to, obviously, to fans of whichever star the show is about, you know, Tina Turner, etc. But Jagged Little Bill, Pill, which you say isn't biographical, seems to be going for a wider audience than people who are just fans of Alanis Morissette, although there are a whole bunch of those. Um, does this musical achieve that wider appeal? What do you think? 
Well, yes, you're right. The whole bunch of diehard fans, they're there no matter what. But Diablo Cody won a Tony Award for the script for this show, and she has broadened the camp canvas. She has broadened the appeal. This show takes on really tough issues, familial discord, drug abuse, attitudes towards homosexuality and race. And I have to mention and give a caveat, rape and the treatment of rape survivors is an important plot thread. This is a show that pulls no punches. It's tough stuff. It's well told. It's well sung. It's well danced. And yes, it definitely has a broader appeal. Well, ladies and gentlemen, it looks like we have a winner. Jagged Little Pill. <laughs> it's at the Hippodrome Theater. It's there until Sunday. Come to WIPR.org slash midday, and we'll give you details about how to get some tickets. And next week, Judy, we're going to talk about Ken Ludwig's Baskerville, a Sherlock Holmes mystery. That's the new offering at the Everyman Theater. So I look forward to that. I look forward to it, too, Tom. All right. We'll see you then. And that's it for us today. Coming up tomorrow, a special musical treat. Helicon and friends will play a set for us live from the performance studio at our sister station, WTMD. We'll hear world music, old-timey music, and music of the season from around the globe. Hope you can join us for our annual holiday concert with Helicon and friends tomorrow here on Midday. Here and Now is up next after news at the top of the hour, so stick around for that. I'm Tom Hall. Thanks for being with us. I appreciate it. Have a great day. This is your NPR News Station, 88.1 WIPR.